Good morning, this is Sister Lisa coming to you from the ILL, the Edwin Elder Library, and today we're going to cover a little bit of chapter 9 about dreaming again. Dream again. Our dreams are fragile, elusive, confusing. I know your journey. I've been there. I am there. I don't think we ever stop. I don't think we ever stop dreaming or hoping or or just wanting our lives to count for something. I think that's all of us, not knowing that we are, as a, as a mother, our lives count something. As a wife, our life counts for something. As a Christian, our life counts for something. As a grandmother, our life counts for something. Every day that we're full of thanks and praising, praising God and giving Him glory, it counts for something. But I know there's that inner drive within us that we want to live the American dream. We live in America, and so we want to succeed. We hear of people coming from other countries or even here in our own country that is brought up in poverty and um, had a lot of things, uh, hard knocks in life, their parents and their grandparents. But they learned how to make do, and they went on to what we consider great success, um, fame and and a lot of money and being able to, a lot of them use it for good, help a lot of other people. And so I guess we all not necessarily want fame or not necessarily want money, but we just want to have that feeling that we are making a difference in our world, that we want to have that assurance that we're doing everything that we can to make a difference in our world because like I already said we are making a difference if we have a happy home if we have crisis um, center of our home then we are successful we are successful um, I just heard a sermon yesterday about how the Bible measures success uh, God told Joseph that there was going to be seven years of good and then there was going to be seven years of famine or bad uh, for him to make good during those seven years and then during the bad the good would sustain him through that and so that's success when we lay it for ourselves every day treasures in heaven then we are doing good we are successful as long as we put Jesus Christ keep him focused in our life and on the throne and pointing people to Calvary that's our purpose here at Edwin Elder Library that's our purpose here to um, daily encourage you to not look at the world around you. Don't be caught up in all the turmoil and the chaos. Do look at the world and the fact that those are souls. Look at the world as each individual, whether they say what you want them to say or think how you want them to think or if they're totally, totally messed up according to, you know, the morals and stuff that we've been taught and the morals that God has set they haven't got those rooted and grounded in them. You should feel blessed that you know the truth, but then it's your job to let your light shine and encourage them instead of us being twisted by their way of thinking. Instead, they see the love and the joy and the happiness in us, and they want that. And and then we give them opportunity to get that. We make a way for them to get it through our acts of kindness, through our generosity of of reaching out, um, uh, resisting the devil, and he'll flee from us. Uh, don't don't give in to anger and strife, but pray, pray. Um, Proverbs twenty seven seventeen: As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. We got to encourage each other in the Lord, because we learn from each other. 
we learn from each other. That's the reason we put out this podcast, and then I listen to other podcasts. See, I don't have all the answers. No one person has all the answers, except Jesus, of course. And it's in His Word, and it's through prayer. So, restoration and reformation of dreams. Concepts that build and heal. You know, we maybe we didn't try to build our house right. The Bible says if we don't build our house on a firm foundation, then it's going to crumble in the sands, shifting sands. So let's build on the rock Christ Jesus because then when all this stuff around us, all this stuff crumbles, when our whole, everything that we've ever known seems to be fallen, everything that we've always hoped for seems to be dream shards. We just keep on going back to the Word of God. Observe the Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods before me. That's a lowercase g. You know, if you worry about the things in this life, then that's like a god. It's like something else that you're putting before him because you're not putting all your trust in the G-O-D, capital G-O-D. You're not putting your whole trust into to God Almighty, knowing that he who began a good work in you is able to complete it. Number two, you shall not make idols. I-D-O-L-S. Idols would be like... You know, anything else that you would worship, anything else that you would try to build um, bigger barns or lay it for yourself treasure. I know during the um, these crises and stuff, there's like, go stock up, stock up, get at least six months worth of food, get, get money out of the bank and, and store up so you'll have some on hand. I'm telling you, if this uh, world crumbles, your money or your food, neither one's going to be good because somebody will break in and take your food or you won't have no way to cook it something if you lay up for yourself treasures on earth you can't you can't you can't you cannot you just gotta put your trust in god that he's going to see you through you shall not take the name of the lord your god in vain that's uh, number three uh four remember the sabbath day to keep it holy and you know that means every day we got to keep every day holy because the lord of the sabbath in the old days they worked six days and then they rested on the seventh but in the Holy, when the Holy Ghost came, that's the new Sabbath. So every day is a holy day. Keep it holy. Keep it holy. Keep your life holy. Keep your home holy. Don't bring stuff in your home that's going to uh, drag you down, uh, that's going to tempt you to do things other than what the Bible says to do. Keep your home. Keep your, um, that little song, oh, be careful, little eyes, what you see. You don't put anything in front of your eyes that's going to, uh, cause you to go astray uh, careful what you hear don't put on the don't put on the things that bring you down the news don't put on the news that's going to bring you down but put on the gospel songs or the sermons the preaching the podcast put on the things that's going to lift you up and build you up read the books read the holy bible put on audio bible do the things that's going to get in your heart that's going to sustain you during the times of trouble you know he will hide you under the rock he will hide you in the cleft of his arms he will protect you and shelter you. He will be there. He's your maker. The Lord our God is our maker. He's going to supply for us. Um, you shall not murder. Verse um, number, yeah, number six, not verse six. Number six, you shall not murder. And the Bible says if you have hate in your heart to someone, it's the same as murder. So you can't hate the people that's doing all this evil. You can hate the sin, but you've got to love the sinner. You've got to love them. Uh, you should not commit commit adultery. That's number seven. That is, um, you know, you're going to be faithful to your spouse and you're going to be faithful to God. We are the bride of Christ. We are the bride of Christ. We've got to be faithful. Uh, number eight, you shall not steal. 
you shall not steal. You know, that's, don't take anything. Don't take anything that don't belong to you. What the, what the Lord has for you is for you, and that's his riches and glory. Number nine, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. That's don't think evil of one another. Don't don't say bad things. Don't get on their Facebook, and when they make a comment, don't just tear into them. You may be right and they may be wrong, but that's their wall. That's their personal space. You can pray for them. Pray that God change their mind, change their heart. Or if you're wrong, say, Lord, they don't think like I do, and I think they're wrong, and it makes me mad. But, Lord, is am I wrong? Am I wrong? Do I think wrong? You know, you got to check yourself. you got to check your heart. you got to check your motives. Because, you know, uh, we do. We live a sheltered life, us and, and the Lord. And that's good. That's good. We rejoice in that. That's, but that's the right way because you're not supposed to think no evil. You're not supposed to think um, uh, harm to others. We think on the good things. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things of good report, think on these things. Number 10, you shall not covet. You shall not covet. So as you're dreaming your dreams, don't want what somebody else has gotten into the fact in the fact that it causes you to sin. It's okay to have a vision board. It's okay to have um, desires and, and to want to better yourself. But that's what it should be. If you want to lose weight for health reasons and because you know your clothes will fit you better and you won't huff and puff and, and carry on, then lose weight. But if you're losing weight because people are going to to look at you and to perhaps even, um, you know, maybe have thoughts they shouldn't be having towards you because of the way you look, then no. You know, you know, we've got to keep our minds set on the things of God. He is the creator. He made us. He made us in his image. And when God made man, he saw that it was good. When he made woman, he saw that it was good. Yes, men are supposed to look like men and women are supposed to look like women. And we should look the best that we can. We should look the best that we can, but not for vanity reasons. To bring him glory. You should not covet a bigger house, a bigger car, a better car and stuff. I know, I know that we do need new vehicles from time to time. And, and sometimes our family grows and we need bigger vehicles on that account or uh, different jobs that we do. We need different things. But that's that's different. That's, those are tools for your job. It's not just wanting a, a big five-car garage just so you can park five car, uh, cars in there. Or uh, you want a bigger house be- just because you want to have lots of parties and have people come over. Now, we're supposed to be hospitable. And it's nice if you've got a big house and you can have a lot of people come in and have like a... Um, um, cell groups and Bible studies and stuff like that with large groups, that's great. But if you don't, you don't covet. You don't covet. You can always, um, you can set out chairs out in your yard, have a lawn. You can have a service out in your yard. Anyway, anyway, that's not what I'm, that wasn't my point. My point is you shall not covet. Don't want something you don't have unless it's what God has put in your heart. It says he will give you the desires of your heart. So if you're desiring for a, a Thousand Soul Revival, that's the kind of covet thing that you're supposed to do. The things about God. If you covet uh, maybe writing a book and having it translated in another language so it might um, reach more souls. If it's a, if it's a, that kind of a book that will, um, uh, a Bible study or edify one another, a devotional or something like that. Those things are things that you want. Those are goals. Those are goals. And I don't think that goals are necessarily coveting. So 
seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and these other things will be added unto you. Okay, tomorrow we'll keep on working on chapter 9. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.